Hello, everyone. I'm Stephen West. This is Philosophize This. Thank you to everyone that supports the show on Patreon. I could never do this without you. Today's episode is trying to get to the bottom of why there's so many thinkers at the beginning of the 20th century that have such a problem with reason. I hope you love the show today. So this disagreement that defines the state of the philosophical landscape in the early 20th century, we called it a lot of different things on this show. Nature versus culture, modernity versus post-modernity, objectivity versus intersubjectivity. Well, one thing about this debate, if it's not entirely obvious by this point on the show, is that understanding the perspectives that are positioned on either side of this debate is absolutely crucial, not only for understanding 20th century political philosophy, but even for understanding the world you're living in today. For understanding the smallest things, the philosophical underpinnings for many of the arguments you might see when you turn on the news. We've talked about bits and pieces of this debate for a long time on this show, and it's high time there's an episode you can point people to that goes into a bit of detail about this aspect of modern discourse. Something that talks about why the climate of the early 20th century was filled with philosophers that had such a strong level of dissatisfaction with the legacy of the Enlightenment. That is, rationality, individualism, and the scientific method is the primary way of arriving at truth about things. Because this whole state of affairs can start to seem kind of confusing to reasonable people. I mean, how could any serious person ever be anti-science? Look at the understanding of the natural world science has produced. Look at how it's let us manipulate and wield the otherwise chaos of the natural world to the benefit of human beings. Look at all the different ways every day that you use the great things science has produced. And, and what, you're just against that system? You're dissatisfied with the thing that made all those things possible? That's convenient. Look at all the things rationality has produced. I mean, open up a history book for a second. Thousands of years of religious dogma gone. To be anti-science and rationality can seem to some like you're just being anti-human or pro some other dogma that you want to impose upon people. But an interesting place to get started with this conversation is that the other side of the debate, the ones skeptical of the tasks of the Enlightenment, they would also see themselves as pro-science and anti-dogma. There's, of course, an end to this story we're telling today about our history of using rationality as a guide. But this is a place I want to begin. And the story starts in the late 19th century with the philosopher Nietzsche and some things he had to say about the attitudes of philosophers.